Welcome to the Auto Body Source Podcast, your direct link to products, skills, and training for a rewarding career in automotive collision repair. Uh, today, our guest is Rich Iser. He is an education manager at NASPAR Technical Institute in Mooresville, South Carolina. And uh, Rich is also an active member of TechForce Foundation's online network. Rich is here today to speak uh, to all things training, education, and mentorship. And he'll also be able to give us some insight into how the next generation of automotive techs works, uh, specifically what they're looking for in the first shops that they uh, work at. So Rich, first of all, welcome to our podcast. Glad to have you here. Can you give us a little bit of a background into what, who or what uh, NASCAR Technical Institute is? Um, so a lot of people, when they hear NASCAR Technical Institute, they think about um, NASCAR, obviously. Uh, I've been asked all the way to the level of it, you know, is that where you train the drivers? Um, so there is a little bit of a misconception about what we do. Um, we do train students to get into the entry levels of racing. Um, you know, I'll talk a little bit more about our programs in a minute um, when it comes to NASCAR, but we also teach entry-level auto mechanics. Um, we have a Ford program, a Mopar program that's part of our automotive side. Um, I have a uh, standalone welding program. I have a CNC program that is sponsored by Roush Yates. So if you know, if you're into racing, you know what Roush Ace engines are. Um, they're right down the street for us, and we have a CNC program that they hire a lot of our students out of. But Roush Yates also makes part for the U.S. military and SpaceX. So, you know, it's a much broader range. Um, we've just started an HVACR program and a robotics and automation program. So we are way more than just automotive in this building. Um, and then we are part of Universal Technical Institute, who has many, many different kinds of skilled trades. Um, so we're really looking at where are there jobs that need high level skilled trained people. And um, that's what we're looking at. So uh, obviously, our most popular program is the NASCAR program. Um, and again, like I said, we're, we're trying to teach students that first step in the door Um you know, learning how to shape metal, that entry level into welding, chassis setups, um, a little bit of pit crew. Um, so trying to get them in and, and we're very successful. But the when we look at, it's not just NASCAR students are going into. They're going into all different forms of racing, whether it be dirt track, um, Daytona prototype. I've had students going into that, drifting, monster trucks. Um, so if anything, it's almost more of a motorsports program because a lot of the stuff is very related. So we see students that are interested in every kind of motorsports available coming into us and, and taking those classes. That's awesome. That's also awesome. very well-rounded. And mm-hmm. um, how, how long has, uh, has the Institute been in operation? Uh, we've been here. We actually just celebrated 20 years. Oh, wow. So, okay. Um, in fact, uh, one of the NASCAR instructors that we have he was in the very first nascar graduating class and now he's an instructor so wow wow nice nice that's a that's an awesome track record Mm -hmm. so what does some of the you mentioned the courses and the course array Mm -hmm. what does mentorship look like um for for some of the students so really when we're talking about mentorship every instructor that we have um 
can help mentor a student in just about every way imaginable. Uh, a lot of people think of when they go to school, they're going to learn about working on cars, right? Um, but one of the things that we really talk about a lot here is our instructors are way more than just an instructor. Um, we're helping these students become adults in a lot of situations. You know, they come to us straight out of high school. They've never been on their own. Um, they're just trying to figure out life in general. And so we're mentoring them through not only learning how to fix stuff, but we're mentoring them on, you know, how to be successful in life in general. Um, our NASCAR instructors in particular, um, you know, they have a lot of connections with people that are still in the industry. Um, they make a lot of phone calls. They stay in touch with people. Um, the picture you just saw that was of our, our chassis dyno. We have teams that come here and actually tune their cars on the chassis dyno. So some of the students are able to get exposed to that while they're in the program um, and meeting different people. So not just the mentorship, but the networking. Um, so it, it's it's a big range. And I think that that's something that people also miss. Um, you know, our instructors are so much more, you know, they're father figures, they're friends, they're, um, you know, somebody to lean on, just somebody to talk to. Um, and our greatest thing is when we can see them go on and succeed. Um, a lot of them still, students still stay in touch with us after they graduate and they let us know where they're working. And it's pretty exciting. That's awesome. That's awesome. It sounds like uh, the relationship is really, really pretty valuable. Yes. In the in that, on that on their path. Mm -hmm. um, you also mentioned um, once they're getting started out. The I know during the COVID transition, mm -hmm. it it really surfaced a lot of the um, really the needs and the mentality and the culture of millennials and some mm -hmm. of the younger. Uh, upcoming and future technicians. Yep. Are there specific things that they're looking for? I mean, even although they're looking for mentorship, are there certain types of jobs or a certain culture they're looking for when they are looking to enter the field? It, yes. And it depends on the student. Obviously, everyone's a little bit different. Um, especially like on the NASCAR side, they're looking for something to where they can get their foot in the door. Um, it's not as specific. It, they just need to get in somewhere that they can kind of grow with and kind of get their name out there. Uh, the students coming through the regular auto side that may be going to a dealership, they're looking for a place that um, is going to give them more training. One thing that we really work with our students a lot is don't just look for a dollar amount. You know, we there's too many people that see, oh, this place is going to pay me $25 an hour, 30, 40, whatever. But there's no benefits. There's no vacations, none of those things. Um, so we're very good about talking through when you get to these places, what other benefits are there? Um, especially coming out of our school, a lot of them are looking for tuition reimbursement, um, tool bonuses. Uh, you know, after COVID, things have become a lot more expensive. And we notice that students struggle a little bit more while they're in school to be able to make ends meet. Um, so when they come out, they don't have much. So buying a set of tools and it gets a little tighter. So that's something that they're looking for. Um, and then just places that they're supported, you know, somebody that's going to listen, going to work with them, going to train them. Um, because just because you're here doesn't mean you don't end your training whenever you're done. So yeah. you're going to learn for the rest of your life. Yeah, that's nice that they're able to, with the cross training mm -hmm. and uh, with addressing, you know, the cost of living Mm -hmm. Of course, 
is, yep. is a big factor. You answered, actually answered, I was going to ask that question um, because it was during COVID uh, that in this industry, we had became become aware just through social listening that a lot of uh, expectations were, a lot of students felt blindsided once they did graduate um, with how much it cost just to get started, like the cost yep. of tools and yep. um some felt that maybe they were misled or given mm-hmm. the impression that they were going to be, you know, high dollar earners right out of the gate, depending on which mm-hmm. uh, role they sought. Do, right. do you guys address that also um, in, in, as part of the training? Yeah, we do. We, we try to be very realistic with our students. And um, I tell a lot of them, you know, I didn't go the correct route when I was younger. I started working on cars just by changing all. I didn't go to school. Um, and I tell a lot of them, I'm like, you might start in the same area that I did, but your trajectory is much faster to be able to get to that next level. Um, we talk to them a lot about, you know, don't expect to go in there and earn as much as a guy that's been there for 10 years. Even though you have the schooling, you have to go and improve yourself. Um, one big thing that Universal Technical Institute uses, we have a professionalism score. So it's actually part of your grade. Um, you have lab grades, quiz grades, but this professionalism grade, you are actually scored on, are you here every time on day, every day on time? Are you, you know, in uniform? Are you wearing your safety equipment? Um, are you doing the things you're supposed to do? And what that does is it helps our employers figure out what type of employee am I going to get when they graduate? Um, you know, and, and for some people, that's that's a bit of a wake up call. Um, you know, there's there's different schools out there that they're coming out of high school and there might not have been a lot of discipline to it. So we really try to hone in on the things that are outside of the actual technical training. These are things that people can do. Anybody can do, you know, attitude. I there's something I've always liked. It was called uh, 10 things that require zero talent. It doesn't matter how good of a technician you are, there's things that you can do to put yourself out in front of everybody else. And I tell students all the time, I'm not in a position I'm in now because I was the best technician in my shop or the best manager around. You know, I did all the other things. You know, I was there every day. I was reliable. When somebody needed something, I did it. Um, And, you know, we really try to instill that into our students. Um, And I think that's super important. And that's how you can set your trajectory up to go much, much faster than you would and without having any of those things. It's great that the students and the potential employers, the shops are all kind of on the same page and mm-hmm. the expectations are aligned ahead of time. It's so that, you know, for the long run, these, these students will want to stick in the roles that they've explored. Yeah. And we, we, as a nationwide company, we have a lot of partners that we work with. Um, we'll have career fairs. And I think the last one, there might've been 120 employers on site. If I remember, it was a lot. Um, and we'll have people come on site. There is such a need right now for skilled trades, whether it's welder, CNC, automotive, any of the things that we have. It's to the point now that people are coming on site and doing interviews and these students are getting offers six, you know, six, 12 weeks before they even graduate. Um, so they're leaving here and going straight out into the field and, you know, with a really, really good, you know, entry level place to go into. Um, and it's it's kind of amazing. You know, the the students that 
coming out of high school, thinking about what they should do next, really any kind of hands-on skilled trade, it just kind of depends on where you want to go at this point. Um, there's so many job openings and massive skills gap. So that's, that's what we're training for. Yeah. Well, this is, this has been a great um, exploration into um, what you guys offer. I wasn't aware that uh, UTI um, was affiliated with NASCAR, mm-hmm. especially not to this degree. So, Oh yeah. This has been a great primer. Um, where can um, students get started? Like what can they, can they reach out to a certain website um, or mm-hmm. social media handle? Yep. Um, I mean, UTI.com um, is probably going to be one of your, your best ones to go to. And you can search through. You can actually click on individual campuses if you want. You can see all the different things that we offer. Um, when you look outside of our campus, um, we actually have programs with uh, Auto Body. Um, we have uh, Toyota training, BMW training, GM. Um, we have uh, heavy-duty diesel, so actual like tractor-trailer stuff. Um, we have aviation, avionics, wind power, solar power, non-destructive testing. Um, all of that stuff is under our umbrella. Um, and if they go on there, they can reach out. If they want more information, they can send it in, and they will actually have somebody from our um, admissions and recruiting will call, up, call them up and answer any questions that they have. Um, or if you just reach out directly to a campus, I have plenty of people that reach out and I currently run robotics and automation and welding. Um, if a student calls in and is interested about those programs, they get directed to me and I can talk to them exactly about what everything goes on in, in those programs. Um, you can always schedule a tour if you're close by to one of the campuses. And I think that's the best way to learn about what we do. If you can tour while we have instructors on site and be able to actually talk to them directly, that is your best bet because then you really get an idea of, of what we do. Awesome. Awesome. Rich, thank you very, very much for, yeah. um, for giving us um, this awesome insight um, into all of the uh, different options that are available um, in motorsports and automotive in general and in auto body yeah. uh, through NASCAR Technical Institute. And uh, you're stationed in Mooresville, South Carolina, but uh, right. campuses are all over the United States. So mm-hmm. thank you once again for taking the time to chat yep. with us. And, uh, thank you for having me on. It was great. Yeah, absolutely. We definitely will welcome you back. All right. Thank you. The Auto Body Source podcast is a production of the Auto Body Source, published by International Auto Body Marketing Group. For three decades, the Auto Body Source has connected repair solutions to collision shops across North America. In continuous publication since 1992, we differentiate ourselves with a publication that's a direct resource for auto body products and brands to the warehouse, the jobber, and body shop technicians, servicing over 17,000 jobber customers each year in the U.S. and Canada, as well as Bermuda, Puerto Rico, Venezuela, Bahamas, and the Caribbean. For more information, visit www.autobodysource.com.